All right. Tuning in from Wicked Craft Co. on Salem Street in the North End. <laughs> Welcome to the You Could Do Both podcast. I'm Court. This is Ashley. And we have another guest speaker, ladies and gentlemen. Sophia. Hey, yo. <laughs> we have Hello. Sophia Romeo in the house, in the Wicked House, actually. The Wicked Ooh, House. The Wicked yo, house. Steve, I have, another, I have a, brand, <laughs> a brand change for you. No, I'm kidding. Um, the Wicked House. How good does that sound? <laughs> it's like the hype house. Yeah, I, know, I think that's <laughs> why I like, like it. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah. So we have Soph here today. For the loyal listeners or anyone in Courtney's life, you know who Soph is. But for those that don't know, can we give a little intro? We need an intro. Actually, before we even give the intro, how do we know Soph? Let's dive into this. So you guys have briefly heard this story. But let's hear how you guys met. I don't know which one of you wants to kick it off. Well, honestly, <laughs> it was just any other day for Sophia. It was a little different for me. Um, long story short, this was my hinge date that was a failure by definition, but it ended up turning into this beautiful best friend, soulmate, roommate situation, yes. which is, in essence, Sophia Romeo. Um, yeah, tune into, we'll link the episode, but went on to a hinge date literally couldn't have gone no it could have gone much worse but we end up going to the beach <laughs> <laughs> poor man so you're alive to tell the tale so i know <laughs> <laughs> basically we end up going to the beach and sophia was there with her boyfriend at the time x now hard x eh. we met there and she was looking for a roommate i was also looking for a roommate and that's about it. We moved in with one another without really knowing each other. But just like by convenience, we felt each other's energy. We just like it was meant to be type of situation. And we lived with each other for the past year and a half, almost two years. And we just yeah. moved into a brand new, beautiful apartment in a new part of Boston together as of last week. So it's amazing. Would you add anything else to that? No, that was great. Great okay. synopsis. OK, perfect. Well, so that's Soph. And the reason we brought her on today is because she has a certain way of operating through life that is just so admirable. And it honestly ties in very nicely to our last episode topic, which was comfort zone. Long story short, she's a yes woman. Like she, she lives her life to the absolute fullest. Um, And she takes risks more than anyone else I know. Safe, safe risks sometimes you know like I know that's like a oxymoron that's the word right yeah oh my god yeah. you sound like me yeah I know Ashley you're rubbing all on me <laughs> in the literal worst way <laughs> <laughs> no but um she is a yes woman and it has gotten her to some really really cool places and situations in life and so we're just really excited to have her on yeah 100 percent. wait a little background on you though so you went to school in Boston yes and I feel like that's really cool because I think you've made a lot of connections through that Absolutely. and now you live here you know the places to go like you know where to go mm-hmm. and you have it seems like you have a lot of friends so I don't know what else to really say about that but no, I just wanted to give that background it's awesome because obviously Ashley and I went to school in the area we lived in the north end but moving in with Sophia and her going to school like in the city she had a whole different kind of landscape like know of the land than we did so I feel like still today I'm like learning from you of like where to go what to do and because you're yes man like you've done a lot and you're down to do anything (laughs) and so we have a lot to learn and yeah you all have a lot to learn (laughs) honestly yeah 
Wait, first question. Um, so you moved in with basically Court and all of her friends. Yeah, strangers. How intimidating was that? And what made you choose that? So I actually have never like chosen a roommate I've knew before, like going into college when I studied abroad. What? I always went random. Was that a conscious effort to do that? Yeah. Like I think so. I don't know. I just never. So fitting. It's her way of living. Yeah. It, it, it was never really a thought. Like, I didn't care going random. Like, I think I'm relatively easygoing, so I'm not going to hate someone. I've heard a lot of roommate horror stories. I've never had anything terrible. I've always had great relationships with my roommates. Yeah. It was never. I don't know. And I met Courtney, so it felt comfortable. And then I obviously stalked Sam and Camila on Instagram, and they seemed cool. Like, yeah. It, it never seemed too scary. I don't know. It was just. Never a thought, like, I'm going random with a roommate for college or I'm living with strangers. Like, before I met Courtney, I was on Craigslist looking for random people. And Mm -hmm. I was, like, poaching 35-year-old, like, married couples. Like, (laughs) hey, do you have an extra bed? Only you. Like, I just didn't care. Because, like, worst comes to worst, I hate my roommate or I hate the living situation. I just move out. So true. Like, nothing's too permanent. Yeah. You know? Also... She's just like never in the apartment anyway, <laughs> because she's a yes woman. She has plans literally all the time. Yeah, but it literally could not have worked out better. And also, when I met her, I was like, I just see her vibing with Camila so well. Like, I just knew you guys would be like best friends. Like that was like one of the first yeah. things I was like, of course, like we're best friends. But I was like, I just see you guys connecting on another level. And honestly. I'm a connector. I've always you felt are. that in like my in my deep being, whether it be brands to customers, whether it be people in my life, like I feel like that's my purpose and you're the epitome of that. Oh, I love <laughs> that. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh anyway, not to get emotional. Okay, wait, before we get into your stories, so describe to us what your definition of a yes woman is. Ooh. I think it's just kind of like a way of life, a mindset of just seizing opportunity and like choosing your own destiny almost. Oh, we're um, getting deep. Yeah. No, I read a, I wrote this down. I read a book um, that had this quote in it. It says, you'll never find joy in a life you didn't choose. And I think that saying yes to things is actively choosing what you want to do. Like if you're seeking adventure, like be adventurous. If you're seeking spontaneity, be spontaneous. If you're seeking travel stories, travel. And like saying yes to these opportunities are so... Like, that's me choosing my path and choosing my future. And I don't know. I guess that's what being a yes woman is, is just I love taking that. opportunity. I've, like, never heard it said like that before. But I think we've had these conversations. I've definitely had these conversations with you late night, oh, too, yeah. I feel. <laughs> but, Always. like, when you are aspiring to be somewhere or be like someone or be something, you need to throw yourself and selves into situations where you could meet people that are doing those things. And like, you basically fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. So like, if you want to be, this is like literally, this doesn't apply to any of us, but like, if you want to be a personal trainer and you want to have like compete in shows, like you're going to get a membership to like the best gym so that you can be around those people. You could learn, you can observe and you eventually grow into that. Mm -hmm. And I've never heard it quite like that. If you want to be like a fucking adventure, like you need to like travel, you need to do this, Mm -hmm. that That was a silly example, but that's very amazing. And I've, I don't know. She's so profound and yeah, eloquent. I, love that. I knew this was going to be a good episode, <laughs> but it's going to be real good. That was your definition of a yes woman. Mm-hmm. Tell us like when we say the words or the phrase yes woman, like give us 
an experience that comes to mind to you specifically. So you went to Suffolk, which Ash had mentioned. Tell us about like your college experience (laughs) and like we'll start from the beginning and like we'll kind of evolve into where we are today. Yeah. But tell us about like your college experience in Boston Mm -hmm. and like you were the commencement speaker. I'm going to just say it. That is like also this story that at least I've heard through the grapevine. So has told (laughs) Quartz told me, but it's pretty amazing. Actually, we've technically told it on the pod. Yeah, because. Yeah, Soph's been featured a few times. Yeah. But tell it through your eyes. Yeah, I mean, you guys mentioned it. I fully manifested that for myself. Like, ever since I knew that you could apply to be a graduation speaker, I just knew, like, I just saw myself being the graduation speaker. There wasn't an option. Like, Mm -hmm. I just knew it. Um, And so when the time came, I applied. I was actually at Courtney's house writing my speech, (laughs) practicing it for her parents. Um... And it came to fruition. I mean, on my bucket list was to have a crowd of more than a thousand people applaud for me. Like nothing specific, but I just wanted. I feel like that's very specific in general. Like, specific, I never but thought not for anything. Yeah, it could have been for anything. Skill, speaking. I don't know. Winning some competition that I would Irish enter. dancing. Yeah, Irish dancing. <laughs> I love that. Um, and I checked it off. And I just, I don't know. I just knew it, that was going to be what I wanted to be be what I wanted it to be and I found I think a new passion maybe for public speaking I never had done that on such a large scale and I wasn't nervous which kind of sounds annoying to say but I thought I would get up there black out do my speech and then be like what did I sound like what did I say I'm so scared but I was fully coherent the whole time standing up there like I really made sure I was present. I mean, partially because I was so prepared. I kept like, I couldn't memorize this speech, but yeah, I think I found a new passion and definitely pushed my comfort zone. Just wanted to feel the adrenaline of it. Almost like an adrenaline junkie pushing these comfort zones. Um, and that's, that's that. And it made my parents really proud and that (laughs) made me really happy. It makes me Um, so proud. And to put it into perspective, like, for those who don't know what a Suffolk graduation ra- looks like, this is at Fenway Park. This is at like one of the best baseball stadiums in like ever in the MLB, right? The As oldest you- baseball stadium in the MLB. Yeah. And it was in front of thousands and thousands of people. And it was not what you thought it would be. Would it have been at Fenway if it weren't for like post 2020? No, it would have been at Blue Hill Pavilion. Which is mm. still cool. Like, it would have been yeah. its own unique, amazing experience. But the fact that it was at Fenway Park, like, it was truly an iconic moment that I'm so proud of. Yeah. And I will forever just, like, cherish that I got to do that. Um, Ash, so did, cool. you, did you hear that? What? I heard smart goal and I heard manifestation. <laughs> smart goal. I don't smart think we've ever once said that on the podcast. <laughs> like, simple, know, but, attainable, but, measurable, yeah. timely. <laughs> Maybe not so smart, but there was a, there was something quantifiable yeah. in there. Um, no. There was, there was. But that is just like, but tell us how like you got there though. Like you obviously were an amazing student. You were very well rounded. Like tell us about your college experience in that sense. Yeah, I think that like I might have had a leg up in terms of getting this opportunity because I just made myself very known on campus. I think. 
again, I just signed up for every club. I joined every organization. I like took on leadership opportunities when I could. And so I think like professors and faculty like knew who I was. So when I auditioned, it wasn't a surprise. And, you know, I also think, you know, this, I was involved in all this stuff. It's a good advertisement for Suffolk. Like this is an ideal student almost doing yeah. all these things. Yeah. yeah. I think I got on a lot of email lists and subscribed to a lot of things of opportunities that I would just respond to. Yes. Like another thing with Suffolk, I was the photo shoot thing. Um, there was just like an email sent out. Oh, we need random B-roll content for advertisements. You know, students sitting in the park, reading a book at the library in the dorms. And I just responded yes. I told my friends to say yes. Like no one said yes, obviously. But I went anyway because I think they might have given us like a free coffee at Thinking Cup or something. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'll go. Um, and then I got on the list of a student that's going to show up on time. And, you know, when they say they're going to show up, they're going to show up. So I got the next email, you know, sh sign up for this. Okay, sign up for this, sign up for that. And then I was having, you know, a solo photo shoot with outfit changes. And then all of a sudden, there's photos of me blown up in Miami airport, hanging. No way. Yes. Yeah, I kid you not. And what? Tampa malls. Photos of me, literally me just standing there, arms crossed. Um, we're going to need some of these for the listeners to see. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're everywhere. We need to find them. All over Boston on the subways. Like, it was Suffolk University. Everywhere. Sophia Romeo. <laughs> just my face. And it said... Um, <laughs> Oh my oh god. My, what did it say? I don't remember. I just That's I insane. just know the power stance. Like changing the world or something. And everyone was like, What did you change in the world? <laughs> <laughs> but it was an insanely just like weird, funny, crazy, awesome experience. Yeah. That is so random. And it's just like, again, keep saying yes to opportunity and then eventually something fun's gonna happen. I mean, what bad would have happened in any of these situations? Yeah. But there's so many people out there that would see those emails come in and wouldn't think to say yeah. They're like, why would I do that? Why would I want to spend my time doing that? What's your driving force to doing it? Is it just because, yeah, hey, why not? Is that the driving force? Or is it like, oh, I genuinely find interest in this. Like, this could actually be so fun. Is it do it for the plot? Like, what's the vibe? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's like a culmination of all of that. Like, I think I just love people. And so any opportunity to meet someone new or, you know do something new I'll take advantage of I also think it could be hilarious so why not yeah do it for the plot do right the plot. the plot thickens do it for the bit do it for the bit um also just why not like if I do it and it sucks what did I lose okay maybe an afternoon but I have a funny story 100%. or maybe I don't lose anything and I just lose or I just gain like another notch in my belt that I did something fun or did something weird, did something cool, did something no one else has done. Like, unless I'm actively putting myself in danger, it's kind of just like, let's let's go. Why not? Let's see what happens. Totally. Nothing is going to change. Like, I'll be right back where I started if this all fails, you know? Yeah. And I'm in a good place, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I love that. Question of the week to ask yourself. Let's just do it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Like, what's going to go wrong? And then if you can list something that goes wrong, like dig a little deeper into that why yeah is that really bad yeah maybe it just like thickens your skin a little bit and that's probably good for you yeah oh, I love that well what has like not gone your way when you've said yes Ooh, <laughs> good question good question oh I know this one I think all these stories and like these explanations are just Suffolk examples but 
We'll some, move past college yeah, at some point. But this is so funny. Like, I came back from study abroad. I studied in Florence. And I felt, like, inspired and, <laughs> and artistic and sexy, right? This this European goddess coming back <laughs> to this boring old city of Boston. So I decided that with that artistic energy, I should try out for every performing arts club at Suffolk, meaning I'm auditioning for the hip hop group. I'm in the salsa no, club. She's singing acapella all of a sudden. Do you and sing? <gasps> can you have, do you have a voice? I she can produce a sound. Oh, okay, does, okay. Does. But not like winning American Idol. You know right, what I mean? Right, yes. right, Okay. <laughs> it's like I can sing and dance just like we all can we all have the capability yeah me not so much but you both yes um which also this is a side note but like normalize being bad at your hobbies that's something i'm passionate about i love that it's like that should go on a t-shirt it's like merch (laughs) i think this is such a, a sidebar but in society today i feel like everything is for show almost where to be good at something you have to produce something worthy yeah so okay I like to paint well let me see paintings you've done are they good Mm. it's like can you just like something because it brings you happiness you don't have to be good yeah you can for example I like to skateboard I literally suck at skateboarding but it's a hobby I have and I like it and I don't have to be good at it for it to be a hobby that brings me joy that and so random aside like with the singing and dancing I like to sing and dance because it's fun Am I good? That's up for interpretation, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, back to um my you, journey. <laughs> no, I love what you just said. Because like, I'm even thinking to last episode or probably like three episodes ago at this point, um, like rollerblading. We were talking about it and how I, I mean, I, I need to be all padded up because I'm not good at it. But that is what prevents me from doing it is because... I'm scared I'm going to fall or I'm scared that I'm just going to look stupid to yeah. people that are walking by and like watching me. But it's like, that's something I really enjoy. And if I just did it a couple more times, I'd probably be good. And I'd probably be able to take my elbow pads off and my knee pads off. <laughs> and it would probably bring me so much joy in life. So like, why, why and the even if not? you Even if you do still have to wear the knee pads and you do fall. At least I'm fun. Then, as long as you're having fun. fun. Yeah, it's all that's all that matters. At least I'm funny. And I fear of judgment yeah. and fear of like, people thinking you look stupid I think is such a preventative or such a thing that prevents people from doing things that are fun but I just try and think like anyone I've ever respected and admired would never judge me for doing something that brought me joy yeah and like judge me for doing something new Mm -hmm. like all the people I admire have done exactly what I'm trying to do yeah so and people who are judging anyways it's a reflection of what they think of themselves exactly they're probably insecure because they're wanted to rollerblade but can't yeah and feel insecure because they think people are judging them when really they should just join on in and everyone can rollerblade together and get good yeah i'm feeling inspired but back to your story yes okay so i'm auditioning for all of these things right okay and it's an audition it's not a club you join which i thought maybe it would have been yeah Particularly the acapella group. I had my song. Um, it's called White Horse and a Cherry Tree. Not sure if you're familiar, yeah, but I know that great one. one. I Tell had me, to a, is there a video out there somewhere? No. Oh, God. Okay. There is not. Okay, okay. But it was so awkward. So basically, there's four people and acapella, you just have to sing. Like, you just stand there and they're like, okay, go. And then you just do it. Like, no music. I'm like snapping my fingers. I'm like, woohoo. <laughs> 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 really? And then 
it ends. They're like, okay, like we'll be in touch. Soon as I look at my phone, we have an email like, we loved your enthusiasm, but we decided to go with someone else. But it's like, okay, that's hilarious. Whatever. I did. I auditioned. That's funny. Yeah. Then the hip hop group, which I really wanted the hip hop group. Okay. They're called Wicked. So no fitting. way. How fitting. But the eyes and exclamation point. So they're Cute. cool. You know they're cool. <laughs> so cool. And I always, because I was always, would always go to the spring showcase of all the performing arts groups because, again, it's a free show of talented artists. Like, that's so fun. I would always be that person that wasn't involved in the clubs but would join and watch. Um, so I auditioned for Wicked. I'm walking there. I'm on the phone with my mom and sister saying, they're, I'm going to show up. And they're going to say, where has this girl been? Like, she's now a junior. Like, I can't believe she's starting so late in the game. Like, I love to dance just for fun. I really thought I had what it took. So I go. They start you off with how many years of experience do you have? Already. Didn't realize it was needing years of experience. Yeah. I thought it was kind of like you, you show up. I can move. Yeah, yeah. And you learn together. I didn't think you had to have already the talent. Yeah. They give you a number like you're running a marathon that they pin to you <laughs> because oh there God. are like hundreds of people. Yeah. Maybe not hundreds, maybe no. 800. And they teach you the dance and it's to um, <laughs> Taste by Tyga is the song that it, it's like taste. Taste, taste, taste. Like, don't get chain, baggage claim. I remember baggage claim. You I'm, like I'm going to insert an audio clip of that <laughs> right here. It was so bad. So they're teaching you a dance. The girls at the front, all the captains and coaches are watching, you know, walking through the rows of girls, learning the dance, watching you learn. And I'm just copying the girl up front. Okay. Like, I got the faces down, like, you know, the, the hip hop faces. Okay. Thinking they're going to think I'm great. They're going to love it. Then they say, okay, so you're each going to do it individually in front of everyone. <laughs> Meanwhile, homegirl wasn't memorizing and learning. She was just copying as it was happening. <laughs> so retention, zero in terms of the choreography of this thing. Zero. And so this one girl I made friends with <laughs> is sitting next to me and she's like, I'm leaving. Like, we're leaving. Because we were, realized we were on the same level of maybe realizing we're in too, in too deep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I said, you're staying and I'm staying and it's going to be funny. So we're staying. And she's like, if you do it, I'll do it. All right. <laughs> they call up my number. I go, they play it. I actually have, except baggage claim, which I will remember <laughs> to this day when I go like that. I did not know a single move. So I, what they call freestyled. I literally am just, dancing like freestyle and there are a hundred girls watching me and I just remember ending I went like this and at this point I'm like okay like people are smiling like I might have done well like oh even God. though I didn't have choreography they'll see I have just raw talent or something I go up they're like okay thank you like you're all set whatever I walk off the like stage right and I look and my number has flipped up. So they didn't even know what number I was. <laughs> never asked me to flip it down. Just like a lost cause. They're like, thanks. Like never even got an email like rejecting me. But we just knew. But the girl got a call back. The one that I encouraged to stay. No way. Yeah. She didn't make it. But she did get a call. They asked her to dance again. Okay. Um, and so that was a fail also. So it was my salsa career. That was, that was very short. But 
It's a hilarious story. Yeah, what a great story to tell. And I got a free dance class. Amazing. And literally, why not? I don't care. I don't fear like the judgment of, oh, she sucks at dancing. Like people are looking at you when you're doing something new and saying, wow, like look at her putting herself out there. Yeah. They aren't saying what an idiot. She sucks. I think that comes with confidence. I think you have a lot of confidence. Do you think you've always been like that when it comes to how others perceive you? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. Huh. I think it's like always a work in progress, confidence and like in Definitely. different layers and facets of my life, I have more and less confidence. But I think just with people, like that's where I feel most confident is the adrenaline of being in a new environment. I think that's like where I truly thrive. Yeah. Um, get comfortable being uncomfortable, right? That's what they say. So I think that's where I, you know, just even if it's fake confidence, just have confidence. Yeah. You know, and then it festers into real confidence. Fake it till you make it, baby. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Also, I'm just LOLing because this microphone looks like you're about to do karaoke because yeah. it doesn't have like this phone <laughs> thing. And I just, it makes me laugh. Maybe I, I should do it. my, my uh, audition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, there are like so many things to learn from you. Cause even like having lived with you, I saw it and honestly, you've inspired me in like more ways than I think you and I have both realized. Like I am someone who's typically very social and very extroverted, but I also thrive in routine and I, I stay in when you go out. Like I like, well, prefer a self care night, but I feel like even the situations I've been in with you or like the people that I've met through you, it's just like, thank God, thank God I had like someone out there to like push me to do certain things, even though I'm very well like, capable of doing things myself, just like an added layer. And I think like that's also a takeaway because your confidence and your yes woman nature is not something that's super natural to everyone. So it's like mm -hmm. make sure that you have other people in your life if you're not that person or even if you are like make sure you have a diverse group of people around mm -hmm. you. Like some people that can like reel you in when you need to be reeled in. Some people that could push you out and get you out into different situations that you would never be in because of them. And I'm just grateful. Aww. Girl, likewise. Illy. <laughs> Illy. <laughs> but Illy. we've talked about college this whole time. You are so much more than Suffolk University. <laughs> you are Am so I? much more. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from being <laughs> the walking billboard. Yeah, you are. Literally. Let's talk. Let's talk travel. You're a world traveler, my girlfriend. Yeah. And me having this insider information, I'm going to pull the story out of you. You've been like invited like crazy places. You've like, I've witnessed waking up with Sophia, not with Sophia, but in the same <laughs> home as Sophia. <laughs> and we're having our smoothie bowls together one morning. We were. And then all of a sudden she's packing for a flight. And I'm like, wait, hold up. This was never the plan. <laughs> this was quite literally never the plan. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it there because you just have to tell a story. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend who I met um, when I was studying abroad. He was also studying abroad and he owns a travel agency. And obviously with that, he has partners and relationships with airlines and hotels and things. So he texted me and he goes, how adventurous are you feeling right now? Which I know Joe texted question. you. Yeah, <laughs> he did. I'm it's a such a listener. great question to like, yeah. I don't know, to be asked. It gets yeah. people excited. It does. It also like, 
I think in saying that to someone, they know that you're adventurous. That's mm-hmm. why they're asking you the yeah. question. So it also like makes you feel good. It does. Totally. I feel like that challenges you too. Yes. Like instead of saying, hey, want to grab a drink? Like how crazy do you feel right now? Like do you want to grab it? Like yeah. it's almost like I dare you to yeah. like, do something you're new. You're more likely to say yes. Yeah. Totally. Maybe Back I should start you. phrasing that when I ask you guys to hang out. <laughs> how adventurous do you feel right now? Do you want to go to Bellingham? <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you want to go to Wicked? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. Um, but he said, how adventurous are you feeling right now? And I was like, do you know me? I obviously, on a scale of one to adventurous, I'm feeling quite adventurous. And then he's like, do you want to go to London right now? And I was like, yeah, what's up? What's the flight? Get, pass along the info. And Middle of the workday, mind you. Middle yeah. of the workday. And shout out to my work for being flexible. You know, I was allowed to work from London you know, US hours and things like that. But basically he was like, all right, this is a flight info. Like, see ya, see you there. So then I just left and went to London and it was super fun. It was almost like a solo travel trip because he was there for work reasons. So he was traveling around. Another friend of ours came who was also just had friends in London doing things. And I just traveled around. We met for meals and just had a, a sick trip and it was so fun. And I mean, meeting someone like him, for example, who like I've traveled with him a couple different times um, and just the nature of his job, he's constantly traveling. And I, another crazy story, the Miami one, which I was, I was, haven't told you. Um, basically a similar thing. He's like, where are you right now? What are you doing? And I was in Connecticut, my hometown, just chilling with my mom. And I'm like, I'm in Connecticut. I'm with my mom. Like, what's up? And he goes, I need you to fly to Miami right now. I'm like, what now right what why is no one begging me to fly Miami? <laughs> he's like can you do me a huge favor i'm like obviously yeah because that's fun and he's he without giving away too many details of this situation basically he had a client who needed a passport in miami because they had forgotten theirs and they from miami were flying internationally and he didn't want to send it in the mail he wanted someone he trusted to deliver this passport and He's like, what? That sounds like special CIA. You know, yeah. I felt like I was doing illegal things. Wait, when That's was so this? Cool. This was, I think we were living, uh, no, this was before then. I forget when this was, before COVID. I don't, I don't think I know this, this story, but continue. Before COVID. But basically he's like, can you do me a favor? And I'm like, well, I'm hanging out with my mom. And he goes, she can come, bring her. Shut up. <laughs> what? So basically he's like, all right, you need to go to New York pick up the passport from this guy so he's like i'll send you guys on a, a train to new york to go there puts us up in like this great hotel me and my mom i'm like mom we're going on an adventure <laughs> and i get all this from her so i'm like do i do this and she's like yeah let's go like duh this is so fun this is a movie <laughs> it and is. so we're in like it was so funny we're in the the industry he's in is, is travel agent. He's a travel agent, but it's like a boutique luxury travel agency. So it's very nice hotels, like very nice yeah. um, partners and things. And so we're in this gorgeous hotel in, like in Manhattan. And me and my mom are in Times Square at the Old Navy, like buying our bags. <laughs> we're like walking into our five-star hotel with our like Old Navy, just like living our lives, um, <laughs> thriving, just thinking this is the funniest thing ever. Um, and so... My mom doesn't come to Miami with me because it was just too quick of a trip because it wasn't a trip. It was literally a delivery. Um, He's like, I'll fly you there, deliver it, and then I'll fly you back to Boston. So it kind of saved me 
time because I didn't have to go back from Connecticut. But I deliver this passport. I meet the guy. I'm like, are you Rick or whatever his name was? (laughs) And he's like, are you Sophia? I was like, yeah, I got it was in a manila envelope, like super sus. Oh, my God. What if you weren't delivering a passport? You know, I never opened it because I didn't want to know. But it felt like a passport. Okay. Okay. And there honestly better not to know. It was for sure. Like I don't think it was anything illegal. I guess I don't think (laughs) I don't think Um, I really hope not Um, because I picked it up from the guy's dad. It was okay. 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 Um, (laughs) Whatever. Just makes it funnier. Just it was so random. And the guy's like, I have this for you. And just hands me like a bag, like a plastic bag. And I'm like, thanks. And then I just turn and like check back into like the airport. Like I didn't even leave. I literally like went to the airport, went back. And he had $500 cash and a pair of Beats headphones. And it's just like, here. Oh my God, what? <laughs> and I was like, lit. I just made like some money and just had to like fly to Miami for like a sec. And it was so funny. And then I got to go back to Boston without even paying for a train back. That's amazing. And what we can learn from this story is. <laughs> <laughs> no. That, that is, yeah, that's no, a unique one. No, but the but the reason why he asks you is because he knows that you notoriously say yes to, like, crazy shit. That's and that facts. you're just willing to put yourself in, like, random situations for the experience. Like, you get offered situations and things fall into your lap because you've acted in certain ways before. And mm-hmm. people trust you and they know that you're down for whatever. Yeah. And so that could take like many different iterations that could, that doesn't need to be this like random ske- potentially <laughs> sketchy situation. Like, that could be something work related. That could yeah. be something, anything. It'd be romantic, like mm-hmm. anything at all. It grows exponentially. I think like you're saying, the yeah. more you say yes to things, the more people think you're going to say yes to things, the more they're offering things. Cause exactly. no one wants to face rejection. Exactly. So if they're offering you something, they want someone who's they're assuming is going to say yes. Yeah. So, and this is such a silly example, but like, growing up like when you are when you're in high school for example and you ask like your friends to like come out and you're like you ask like these friends do you want to come out with me to like this place with this friend group whatever they say no you ask again they say no you ask again they say no third strike you're out you're not mm-hmm. getting asked again you yeah. know what I mean yeah. mm-hmm. and just because you say yes all the time like you're right the probability of you being asked and being yeah. put in situations is higher to meet different people to do different things. Yeah. It definitely invites it invites like some invitations, exploration. Yeah. yeah. So for people that want to be more like you, they want to be a yes <laughs> woman. They want to be flown to Miami for free and then back and happen to get a $500 <laughs> bag with some beats in it and go what? to Europe on a whim. <laughs> like would do you have any tips for people to start implementing into their lives to be a little more like you? Good question. Ashley, you're really good at asking questions. Oh my God, thanks. Um, I think having friends in different places and having a very diverse group of friends invites lots of diverse opportunities. Um, Like I grew up in a small town, but as I went to college, I would join random clubs, do random things, have friends in every, you know, aspect of my life. Hose in different area codes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, and just, like, considering everyone a friend. I think I've recently, like, recognized I do that. Like, you meet one time, we're friends. Yeah. I'm reaching out to you on Instagram. If we're in the same city, I'm wanting to meet up. You know, just keeping in touch with people. I think I'm really 
that's really important to me to keep in touch with everyone. We need to be, we're taking notes right now. (laughs) No, I think it's so like, I also think there's probably like a complex there and it's like deeper than just being in touch. I think maybe there, there's like a fear of losing someone. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, for sure. But it's like, just, I don't know, keeping in touch. Like swiping up on an Instagram, yeah, it's social media, but like knowing, like putting yourself out there, whether it's in someone's DM, oh, hey, like you're in Paris at the same time as me, let's meet up. Like I posted, I was in Costa Rica recently. I'm like, who... Who's in Costa Rica? I'm traveling for the next two and a half months or two and a half weeks on my own. Like anyone in the area, drop tips, like let me know. One of my clients from work was in the same place. I ended up meeting up with him and all of his friends. They caught like, they went deep sea fishing, caught a tuna and like we had fresh sashimi, like crazy things just because you just want to, and now I'll stay in touch with him and everyone I met. And that just, that pool of people and opportunity just gets larger and larger and larger. It's like, networking on a different scale almost yeah I feel like you're also just very open-minded like with people like with situations like a lot of people don't say yes things because they've never done it before and they're unwilling to try because they're afraid of not liking it which we've kind of touched upon already yeah but on top of like having a diverse set of friends like you have a diverse set of friends because you're open-minded and you're just like willing to learn like if someone's like not your vibe you'll still talk to them you'll try to get to know them Mm -hmm. you don't shut things out immediately just because you come in with some sort of like predisposition you know yeah I think that's definitely important having an open mind and yeah, learning what you like and what you don't like. But even if you don't like something, it doesn't mean it's bad or that you shouldn't be exposed to it even. Exactly. You know, it just builds more character with within yourself. Um, but I feel like with people, like if you just mindset, you know, change your mindset, like, oh, this person's not my vibe, but it's also like what part about them is my vibe and how can we connect in that way? Um, that's such a good question to ask or even if like maybe you don't like something about somebody or like they don't you don't quite vibe with them it's like well why why what about that do I not vibe with maybe it's like kind of you projecting in a way Mm -hmm. yeah or I don't know reflect yeah and also we talked about this last episode or three episodes ago the reflection or the challenges like Mm -hmm. trying to challenge like why if we don't know something like let's learn more about it let's see why people think the way they think and I feel like you do a great job of that thanks I also think you kind of manifesting in a way but it's like you are putting out what you want to attract like the energy that you're putting out there I think is exactly what you are attracting and that's kind of why all these opportunities come to you because you're putting out this open happy excited like happy to be here like such a good energy and such a good vibe out into the universe and people want that back in their lives which is really cool Sophia's the best energy to be around at all times. Literally the best. Actually, uplifting, shows you a good time, like, (laughs) in every sense of the word. Everything's fun. Everything in life is just fun. It's a mindset. If you go into it saying that it's not going to be fun or you tell yourself that it's not fun, then it's not fun. I've been in situations with you where, like, we enter a space and the environment and the energy is just not it. And you're just like we should probably go but it's like or we could literally have a time of our lives just us right now and we're the reason why we're having fun (laughs) we bring the party no and this was a joke that we made many many times it's like when we go on first dates it's like 
are we having fun because they're fun or is it because I'm fun and we're making it fun because we refuse to have any other time but a fun time I think I literally got that from you and Camila when you (laughs) went on your double dates and you're like oh yeah we don't really care who we're on the date with like it's (laughs) Camila and I so like of course you guys are having fun we had a blast incredible yeah even like dating like putting yourself out there and almost training yourself to like have social interactions and be good in social interactions like going on it on a first date purely just to expose yourself to a new person and see how you react. Yeah. Awesome. Then you can learn awesome. from it. You it's like interview it practice. It does it. Yes. 100%. And it's amazing. And then if you, same thing, if it is the worst first date ever, then you have a hilarious story, which I have plenty of <laughs> or <laughs> the rock climbing. Uh, also that just makes you so much more of an interesting person yeah like putting yourself out there just makes you interesting it gives you something to talk about how boring when somebody like plays it safe and has no funny stories yeah and the thing is it's all obtained like anyone can like have a funny story and put themselves out there it's literally just doing it yeah and I think that's so crazy to think about like all these things that like I want that we all want in life you can just do it and that's crazy to me (laughs) He's like, oh, I want to do this. Like, what if then just just do do it? it. Like, even you guys making this podcast, like, so many people talk about these things, but you guys just did it. And now here we are at a sponsored location. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this, like, drinking the best drink I've ever had in my life. (laughs) Because you just did it. Exactly. And that's this all opportunity. I feel like so many people, like, think that and they're like, oh, like, what if I, like, people, like, judge us? What if people think we're doing this? And it's like, Again, they're just mad that they didn't do it first. Yeah. So true. I'm obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> Retweet. I'm obsessed with you too, Ashley. <laughs> I'm you both. I'm obsessed with the pod. Honestly, so listening. Guys, yeah, Sophia's tell the story about the other day. Sophia's <laughs> our number one fan. Honestly, Sophia is just like a marketing and branding guru. That's what she studied in college, but like she's more of a techie girl now. And yeah. so any type of like glimpse she has into it she like wants to fucking take it and <laughs> run no but it's like the best thing ever so whatever she why what sparked you to have all these brainstorming things when like, i was spamming you guys oh i yeah, think yeah, you sent an episode to her or something that we no, were weary oh, about yeah yes, you guys posted on your instagram story yeah. and said do we post or not post also let me know why i asked like every single person in my life i explained to them the context the po- i was like to my mom like do they post or not to vote. <laughs> like the people need like the democracy needs to to vote but like, even the dedication even with mike i was like mike like explain to him he's like oh they need to post it, it it's authentic and then i facetimed her and mike were at dinner facetimed me out at dinner I'm like, you gotta post. And and they they both gave me their explanation as to why we should post. So loyal. Sophia was like, you need to hear Mike's explanation. I was like, we're both sitting at dinner. And I was like, give it to me, Mike. Like, why is like, <laughs> me and Mike's topic of conversation? At like, they do both podcasts, like, if you should post. But it's just so funny because. I love it. I just, I just love you guys. But yeah, I was spamming your DMs. Yeah, she basically, we posted post or not. She got very invested. And she <laughs> literally sent us, like, 20 voice memos of like of this all is, these great this ideas is where it needs to go to this do. is what needs to happen this is what 
I was like, should we hire you to be our strategy consultant or? No, quite literally, yes. Yeah. Like, who am I? I'm like, go live. Like, do this on this date. Like, yeah. Give us some really good ideas. Break out the astrology book. Guys, would you be interested if we broke out an astrology book and went live on TikTok and people like wrote in their signs and like we looked them up and saw if people were compatible? I don't even think it's like the listeners who would be interested. It's like when you're scrolling through, I'd be like, oh, wait, hold on. Like, let me see. What is this? And then like people would stay for like the off chance that we actually like answer them or like recognize them and like whatever. Well, I just have the best memory of being at your house and you have that big book and we were all going through like saying our crushes, like if we're compatible with them and I was completely hypnotized and you knew (laughs) so much. It was so fun. It was so fun. And I would love to see that and participate in the comments asking if me and my crush are compatible. (laughs) I want to know. And I think about it all the time. Whenever I think of astrology, I just think of you and that book. I don't know. You have like association in my brain now. Wait, that makes me so happy because I know nothing about astrology. (laughs) You're a Pisces though, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is something I know about you, which you don't give me Pisces energy. Really? Because I thought they were like super, I don't know, very emotional. Mm -hmm. When I think of a Pisces, I think a little more on the quiet side. almost. Yeah. No, but Sis is a Pisces as well. And it's just like but someone who's very in touch with her, yeah. with their emotions. I feel like Sis is very, well, actually, maybe that is a Pisces thing. Very, like, introspective, like, yeah. knows exactly, I don't know, you guys empathetic. actually both very say empathetic. things that are like, wow, yeah, I never, really, like, makes me think deep. So maybe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. But wait, what's your rising? Like, Sagittarius? I don't know. Because I don't know my, I don't know my birth time all right i'm declaring it now it's a sagittarius okay optimistic outgoing it's my dad my dad that's also my mom also i have a theory i don't know if i've ever said this on the pod all of my favorite people in my life were raised by a parent that was a sagittarius everyone joe you gabby sulo gabby from home there's like three other people but like all of my number one people in my life were raised by a sagittarius so weird yeah is that wild well i just found out that my rising and my like what is it descending ascending Mm -hmm. descending signs yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know whatever i i need to learn more about it that's actually a goal of mine for this year yeah we're halfway through we're not making any progress anyway um cancer and everyone's like uh, to me that's weird but you are i'm yeah but a rising cancer yeah that's weird it's not weird that's not what i would expect because they're really emotional, I, don't I really think. No, more than a Pisces. My parents don't really know what time I was born, so I think that could be it. But people are like, "Oh, that makes sense," because like I'm such a water baby, mm-hmm. like because Cancer is water. That's a water sign. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look more into that. Anyway, okay, yeah, we'll do a we'll do an astrology episode. But I think we are getting kicked yeah, out of here at eight, so let's wrap up this. Okay. So, um, any last tips? Any last words of wisdom that you want to share with the listeners? Hmm. Focus of the week. I think focus of the week for me is translating this like energy into corporate America. Oh, because I think that I take a backseat and I need to like just speak up in a meeting, like just say it, girl, spit it out. Yeah. You know, Man, I'm actually so surprised you aren't that girl. I, I think a lot of people are. And then I don't know. It's not it doesn't serve me well not mm. being myself in my job. Like I'm. In every other part of my job I am, except in meetings, I, like, listen to people because I think I have imposter syndrome that everyone's smarter than me, so why would I say anything when yeah. I have nothing good to contribute, which, <laughs> you know, that. is a mindset also, I need to change. it might be, like, I don't want to, like, put words into your mouth, but, like, women in technology, yeah. 
Definitely. Like you're like surrounded by like men and maybe like people that aren't as social as you. Mm-hmm. So you just assume that they're a little bit more like hard skill. Yeah. Greater than you in whatever way. I don't, I'm just like putting that out there. That no, could be entirely sure. wrong, but like from what I've seen, that could be it. No, that's for sure. Part of it. Um, and I, I think I did that today. I had my first meeting, not my first meeting, but I had the first meeting of the week and I really forced myself. I was like, I'm not leaving this meeting until I say something. Even if it's stupid, just make it known that I'm there. You know, yeah. I don't want to be on mute. You know, I want to say something. So I said something. So I was proud of myself. What'd you say? Hi. I said, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I said like a customer success story or something yeah, yeah. like who knows. But I was proud of myself. And then the one other girl in the meeting chats me and she's like, great job. Because she knows I'm trying to work on it. Wait, that's so and good. she's like my mentor. I love her so much. Um, and she's like, that was so good. Because I was like, Gabby, I need to speak up more. And she's like, you got this. You just got to say something. Spit it out. So I think my dare of the week is to, in every meeting I'm in, try and say something. Something. Yeah. Try and say something. That's a really great goal. I'm going to adopt that one as well. I love it. My focus of the week is to unpack in my new apartment before (laughs) I leave for a month. (laughs) Woo! That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I'm excited for that. Okay, I'm going to say this focus of the week, but I don't know if I'll actually do it. I would love to sign up for a rover and go on a walk yes. with a doggo. Yes. Love that for you. And with that, so thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Guys, thank you. Come you take back your podcast anytime. virginity. You did. Bucket list checked. Oh, love to see it. This is fantastic. Thank you all for listening. Sophia, we couldn't have asked for a better guest to come on. Second guest of the show on our sponsored episode this is so in fun Boston bar that you've never been to before yes so we're trying new things mm-hmm. and now we're all gonna come back here and we're gonna have a great time all summer long i love all it long. do you want people to follow you or no oh sure. heck yeah why not where can they find you Soph? okay you can find me on instagram sophia romeo underscore and actually don't even follow my instagram follow my twitter i'm trying to be Ooh. twitter is Twitter's it's on the, the rise. Way. It's on the rise. It's my favorite. I don't even have Twitter. Should I get it? Yeah. No, I don't have it either. I, it's my favorite. I want to be Twitter famous. Like, that's okay. my goal. Um, and it's Soph DeLoaf on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll link it. <laughs> yeah. Link it. It's kind of a burner account, but I think it's worthy of being followed. Also, you guys haven't even, like, heard this part of Soph yet, but she's, like, a comedian. Yeah, like, she's she does stand-up comedy. <laughs> so you're going to want to follow the Twitter because I can't even imagine what's on there. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Billy. Ciao. Thanks for listening. Ciao, Bellas. Bye. <laughs>